on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and are not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody! Coming up on today's experience, devotional diamonds of the day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life, but we're too cheap not to use them. The review of the goofy news, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. Have you heard about the new White House ice cream they have? It's a new White House ice cream. It's called Disappointment. Get it? <laughs> Life lessons for our faith that we can actually use probably won't if we decide to sit on our blessed assurance. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Actually, I don't. You're just in a very bizarre, extreme dream. I can't do anything for you. Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I will be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian, that thingy. You know, what to do if your get-up-and-go has got up and went. So what do you do? Good question right there. A couple ways that you can reach us. We're trying to discourage people from doing billboards to reach us because it just seems like it's a lot. And by the time you get the billboard up there, it's another year past. So, you know, you probably want to do it a different way. You can all you can call us. That's a good way to do it. You can wave. I don't know. I don't know. Dynamite D, can we see people wave? Can you see them wave? I don't necessarily can't. <laughs> okay, let me see. Nope, can't see it. I just can't see the, the waving. Anyway, you can call us, 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. Let me repeat that because this is a number you will want to memorize for the rest of your days, or at least for the next 90 minutes. 972-445-0770. When you make that call, you'll be talking to... Hello, lucky person. You got the number right because you are talking to kid, a dynamite. Dynamite! Let me explain to you what it's like to talk to Dynamite D just in case you're trying to figure it out. Most of you will really appreciate that. It's like your doctor telling you that your test results came back in and you're 10 years younger. Wow. That's pretty good right there. I'd like somebody to call in on that one. (laughs) Also, by the way, you can text us live during the show, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. 214-210-8483. Boy, that was just solid, right? That's like gold. 
This is a gold opening right Don't here. Don't forget to tell them they, if they didn't get through the first round, haven't called before to call the number again. See? Now, see, that's why he's on the mic. Right there. That's why he's on the board. Because if you call through and you don't get through, keep trying. There's nothing that'll happen. I mean, we're not taking your number and selling it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> All right. Also, you can email us, David, at he must increase.org. That's David at he must increase.org. Not supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Just David, D A V I D, at he must increase.org. Plus, we're going to send you up to the website. Very important information to give you up there. couple things. There is the ambassador initiative on the website. If you want brochures, we have six different kinds, I think nine different kinds of brochures. If you want them, we'll print them and send them to you for free. There's no obligation. There's no requirement. There's no, oh, we're going to call you up and say, how many did you give away today? It doesn't work that way. We give them to you. You give them to anybody you might think would be blessed by the show, just trying to be a blessing to other people. It's just a tool to say, here, you might like this. That's all it is. Check that out on the website under the Ambassadors Initiative Plus. On the website is the place to give. You can either give through the website or the address and information on how to give where uh, the, the information or the, the funds can come directly to the studio. Please go to hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemustincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemustincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. That was it? Boy, that was really fast. You know what? That was like a slipping one right there. I will say that. So that's uh, something you got to remember. What are the most dangerous type of shoes that are made out of bananas? Slippers. Get it? Slippers. Okay. <laughs> you, know, you know, this is free. I mean, <laughs> you get what you pay for it. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Uh, we have got such a fantastic text. I can't wait to get into it, but I do want to do some updates and make sure everybody's staying kind of like connected because that's one of the big things that we do. One of the biggest things that have co has come out of the, uh, the whole He Must Increase ministry is a sense of community. And that is by far the most important element because when we love the Lord our God with all our heart, soul, strength, and mind, we love our neighbor as we love ourselves, and we love one another as the new commandment in John 13 tells us to, then we're doing the things the Lord has set before us and operating in the right spirit. So couple of updates. Al needs continued prayer. Specifically, what he needs prayer for is his wife, Lori, needs some help, and Al has to pick where she's going to get the help. He needs wisdom from the Lord and grace in the insurance process to, to determine that. So please pray for Al. Pray for Lori. He asked for specific prayer. That's as specific as I'm going to share it with you on that level. Uh, a praise report, which we may hear from Joanne later on or not. I don't know. She's so sweet. She can or can't call. She has full reign around here. Uh, but the surgery with Stan went well, and that's a blessing because we prayed for her to be a blessing, have a good time with him, and have a good engagement. And so that went well, and we're thankful for that. That's exceedingly important. The last thing I want to say before we get into the teach is I want to give a shout-out, 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 a shout-out. 
Oh, boy. A uh, shout-out to Paul Bolt, who sent me a very, very uh, wonderful message on my Facebook. He, Paul's been going through quite a bit of stuff up and down. If you remember, Paul called in. He was having some great spiritual victories, and he's gone through a tremendous trial. I just want everybody to remember him in prayer. He just needs healing and restoration. He's a fantastic brother in the Lord. I ask you to bless him. I ask you to pray that God would pour the anointing upon him and just to lift him up and strengthen him. And then and we'll be praying for other people as we go on. But right now I want to get into the teach. So that is what we will do. We are in Matthew chapter 8. And we are at the point of when the leper came, the guy that had leprosy, came up and asked Jesus for healing. So I want to pick it up there and then get into the specifics. And this teaching is pretty lights out, so I hope it'll get in the way. Here's what it says, okay? We're just going to pick it up in verse 2. Right, right away, a man with leprosy came up and knelt before him, saying, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Reaching out his hand, Jesus touched him, saying, I am willing, be made clean. Now, just stop right there. Some of you guys need to remember, Jesus is willing. Okay, got it? I'm just telling you, you're most of the time you go like you're prying a nugget out of somebody's hand or something. Stop doing that. The reason that that prayer doesn't get answered is because how you are insulting the Lord by treating him like you've got to pry it out of his hands. Just stop doing that, okay? And then the verse says, immediately his leprosy was cleansed. Then Jesus uh, told him, see that you don't tell anyone, but go show yourself to the priest and offer a gift that Moses commanded as a testimony to them. Now, I want you to see a couple of things in here that are just lights out cool, and I don't want to miss it or mess it up. The guy comes to Jesus, and he goes, if you're willing, you can make me clean. Verse 3, reaching out his hand. What? Reaching out his hand. What? Jesus didn't, touched him. Jesus touched him. It doesn't just say he stretched out his hand and, you know, did it at a distance. Now, I understand high fives, air high fives and stuff like that. Don't misunderstand. But that's not what this is. Okay? What we're talking about was what happened. Reaching out his hand, Jesus touched him. You know what Jesus did? He demonstrated to the leper that he was willing. That's the first thing. The second thing Jesus did is he, you know, he taught by he taught his teaching by saying and by doing. So he would say something and then he would do it. Now here's the part you can't miss. The law had a purpose, and the purpose of the law was lead to lead us to the Messiah. The Messiah arrived, and it was time for the Messiah to take his rightful place in the people's hearts and minds. So while the written law said, uh, you can't touch a leper, Jesus is who the law was pointing to. He could, by asserting his place as Messiah, overrun, overwrite, overstep, step into a higher position of authority because he is where the law was pointing. Galatians 3.24 states, Therefore the law was our tutor to bring us to Christ, that we might be justified by faith. Now our faith in Jesus makes us right with God. Instead of fighting this, after receiving it, we should be enjoying this. And Jesus pushed past the law, listen to this, and touched the guy. And people were like going, <gasps> In the meantime, I just want to say this. This is the part that blows my mind. In the meantime, the guy gets healed. 
right? Nobody is sitting there going, oh, 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 you got healed. They're like, oh, oh, you broke the law. <laughs> it's like, wait, wait. Your emphasis is that the law was broken, not that the guy got healed? How bad of a morning did you have? Did your wife ruin the eggs? Did your son not do the chores? What are you so mad about? But he broke the law. Uh, the guy got healed. Remember that part? And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. So Jesus, now we're going to get into this in this next segment because I find this to be one of the more fascinating parts that that people don't want to, they don't want to talk about it because it doesn't go with the kind of like the, the church vision or whatever the case may be. And we're going to just blow that out because that's ridiculous. But the idea here is that Jesus pushed past the law, being a Messiah, touched the guy, the guy got healed. Jesus demonstrated he was willing, demonstrated he was the Messiah, demonstrated he was committed. And the guy was like, all right, I'm healed. That's what Jesus does. You want to, Pry it out of his hands because he doesn't like that, or do you want to receive it from him? That's all. Let's answer that. We'll take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. What is the David Spoon Experience? All right, Psalm 46, verse 1 through 3. This was the first uh, psalm that was read to me when I went to Bible college, the very first class I ever took in Bible college, a bazillion years ago. Let me just say that. Psalm 46, 1 through 3. God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their suffering. Here is something to consider that will be just absolutely a mind blower. How should you and I respond if the earth falls out of its rotation? (laughs) Okay, so... So my uh, brother-in-law works for JPL and is actually one of the people that helped write the program that helped land the Mars rover on Mars. He helped write the computer programming, okay? He's much smarter than me in those realms, okay? About my age, a little younger, about my age. Very, very intelligent guy, right? And uh, he's the one I always make a joke, you know, what, what, what? keeps the earth, you know, rotating. And so you'll hear me say uh, that it's on a perfect 23 and a half degree, uh, you know, uh, rotation uh, from the moon and from the the exact rotation from the sun, or it's three mice chasing a piece of cheese in a wheel. (laughs) One of those two. So uh, the idea behind that and that whole story is the earth is in this absolutely perfect rotation with with, uh, the moon and the sun. And without it, the earth would go through a free fall. Just even a half a degree off, it's over. It's all over. I mean, the, 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 there would be instant tidal waves. Everything would just be upside down. And if that ever happened, you know, you would know that's the end, although that's not how the end's going to happen. We already know from Scripture. But here's what the, the psalmist is saying. It doesn't matter how bad it gets. It doesn't matter if your world seems like it's upside down. It doesn't matter if it's out of rotation. It doesn't matter if there, the mountains fall into the sea. It doesn't, doesn't matter if the waters roar. 
God is a refuge. And a refuge is a shelter in a storm. You would first think of a lean-to. That is what a, a shelter in a storm is. So when it's raining, you find a lean-to, you put something on a tree, you put it uh, you know, against something else, and you get under it so you're away from that. And it says that God is a refuge, a strength, an ever-present help, which means he's helpful today, not just when it's all settled in eternity. And there's that lies a problem for some Christians is they keep thinking, well, in the sweet by and by, everything will get worked out. Well, that is true, that everything will be completely worked out in the sweet by and by. But God is an ever-present help, which means for today and not just for tomorrow. And then the position of the psalmist is, therefore, 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 in other words, it's a conclusion. So God is our refuge and strength, okay? So he's our lean-to in a storm. He's our ever-present help. Therefore, I don't have to be afraid. The David Spoon Experience. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770. The Truth Station here in Texas, getting you ready for the first trivia question. Here you go. When Saul, before he was king, was searching in the hill country of Ephraim at the orders of his father, what was he looking for? What was Saul looking for before he was king? He was out there in the mountains of Ephraim looking for something, according to the order of his dad. What was he looking for? If you think you know the answer, you can call 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. So the other day we had uh, Gwen call in, and we, got, we eventually got to where we were trying to get to. And then I felt really bad because I called her Rosie because, you know, sometimes I make mistakes. Uh, what? You make mistakes? I thank God that my wife has a very limited memory. How about that for an answer? Uh, so, but if you call in and it's not perfect, you don't have a perfect answer, you know what? It's fine. You want to know why? Because that's all of us. We're all of us living, living in the forgiveness and the grace and the mercy of the Most High God. You know, you come before the Lord and you you think, well, you know, I've done a bunch of good things, so maybe you can have mercy uh, on me in this situation. It's like you can ask for mercy, but it isn't going to be because you, you, it's a deserved thing. It's because God grants it. So just like, all right, lighten up. <laughs> Relax. You know what? Take a deep breath. <sighs> it's okay. Get me? All right. Uh, back to the trivia question. Saul, before he was king, was searching in the hill country of Ephraim. And uh, he was going at the direction of his dad. And the question is, trivia question is, what do we think or what does the scripture say he was looking for? Uh, and I will make a comment on this uh, just because it is just way too classic. Uh, not to. Uh, in the meantime, we will do our DNA. Boy, I'm feeling good today. How you feeling? You feeling good today? Feeling great, man. Right. Thank God we're feeling good. I'm, praise the Lord. Exactly. All right. Uh, let's start with our DNA because you got to live by DNA. Come on, that disappointment ice cream thing. That was funny, wasn't it? I thought that was a good line, right? I, I deserve something for that. I, I didn't originate it, but I borrowed it well. Anyhow, <laughs> okay, you ready? DNA, D, draw closer to the Lord. 
Daily. Daily. Every day that ends with Y means you spend time with the guy in the sky. That's it. I don't have to say it any different. That is the facts. N, never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never be ashamed of what Jesus had to say, ever. And then A, always be ready. To serve. To serve, which means that we take it out of us and into others. It doesn't mean that you never consider yourself. In fact, when the passage says consider yourselves better than others, it's, it's not trying to say you never consider yourself. It's trying to give an equality benefit to giving others mind time like you give yourself mind time. That's really kind of what it's all about. Okay? Just keeping that simple. All right. One more time on the triv. Then I will do the teach. And this teaching is really, really good. And then uh, we'll go uh, from there. Uh, when Saul was searching in the hill country of Ephraim, he was sent out there by his dad. And he was out there looking for something specific. And somebody is now calling in, sparing every one of you a couple of moments. Uh, see, I, I consider people calling in, sparing you by sharing their answers uh, on the triv, just so you can know. I, I consider that mercy on your part, and you receiving mercy. All right, so uh, we do have somebody, I think think they're going to answer we it seems like they're going to answer maybe not okay so it's kind of one of those iffy iffy things uh in the meantime i do want to make sure that we are back to we'll be back to uh our matthew text because this thing right here uh i just don't it just doesn't get a lot of play because uh often we talk about sharing with one another and, and blessing one another and so when we go back to this after we take this call you're going to find out that there is a time and a place for everything in the meantime let's send the caller through knock knock this is david who am i talking to Hello, Dr. David. So this is Joy Ann checking in. Hi, and Joy I think Ann. I don't... <laughs> Hi, I'm fine. Thank you. I, I, I'm always interrupting. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, okay. it's okay. It's all right. <laughs> it's just, I'm so excited to talk to you and Dynamite D. All that right. was so fun. Are you ready for the okay. you ready for the trivia answer? You gotta you know, let's do that first. Yeah. All right. Yes. All right. I, what was I he think lo- I know it. What was he looking for? Well, I would say donkeys. That is correct, am I do? I just, I just want to take the moment, though, because I have to, to recognize for all the people that here is the future king of Israel, and God equates the future king of Israel with Saul going out to find lost donkeys. And then God is, like, telling them, hey, I'm sending you a king, but it's all connected to the donkey. And, if, boy, people can't figure out that connection. That's sad because God's going, yeah, it's kind of like a donkey. Anyway, uh, how are you doing otherwise? Very well. Thank you for praying for uh, my husband's surgery, eye surgery. It went so well. And I want to just make a comment. You know, a lovely lady called Gwen called in yesterday, and she mentioned that her sister had died, and you prayed for her and her brother-in-law, Daniel. And don't you know, we will keep her in our prayers. But um, I the Lord did something wonderful for me. Um, just This is in context with regard to Stan. One thing I did with Stan this morning, I brought pictures of our pets from years gone by, and I said, Stan, I just want you to have some endorphins. 
you know, those happy hormones in in the brain while you're waiting for your surgery. And we had such a pleasant and great time together. But in regard to Gwen, the Lord gave us a cat, my twin sister and I. We live together right now while I'm separated from Stan. But this cat's name is Gwen. (laughs) So... And she's just beautiful. She's so affectionate and sweet. And God has given us pets. And um, I know you love your doggies, and we love dogs and cats. We grew up with both in New Jersey. But cats are a little bit um, less um, uh, maintenance required. So we've got this incredibly beautiful calico named Gwen. So when, when I look at Gwen, it will help me to remember to pray, you know, pray for Gwen that called in yesterday about her sister dying and you know her brother-in-law being so sad so so just for what that's worth maybe that will bless somebody out there who's listening very cool very very good i'm so glad that you shared that and it means a lot to people to know that it's important that other people hear them and care for them and love on them and think of them so that's a great great job yes and so we're we're praying for you, your your stamina, and everybody who's calling in. So carry on, Dr. David. Thank okay. you so much for taking my call. You got it. God bless. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. See, we always get these nice calls. Our people are so nice. Aren't they nice? Okay. She's right. I do love her. Our dog. Now, there's moments where I look at Bert, and I just want to like go, rawr, 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 right, right? But then he at night, he puts his head on the pillow, and he takes his palm and puts it on your shoulder. It's like, come on. How do you not not just go, okay? All right, let me finish this up. I've only got two minutes. This is just a delightful little thing. So uh, Jesus then tells the guy who's the leper, don't tell anyone. Go show yourself to the priest and offer a gift that Moses commanded as a testimony. And so people are like, wait a second. Wait a second. Are we supposed to tell everybody everything that happens to us? No. (laughs) Just slow down. There's a divine time and place for every single share and testimony in our lives. Following the command of Jesus is more important than sharing a testimony at the moment if the command is to be quiet. If God says be quiet, then you know what you you do? You be quiet. What Jesus was looking for, if you're trying to figure out what was going on there, is a testimony to the priests. They couldn't deny the man was a leper, and with the reduced hype of all the people around, they would have to respond to the manifested power of God. They couldn't be in denial of it. So what Jesus did, he said, I just want you to keep this real low. I want you to go over the priest, show them what happened. They're not going to be able to deny it. And guess what? The priest would then have to be confronted with the miracle power of God. If the guy went announcing it to everywhere, then there'd been a big ballyhoo, and then the ABC News would have covered it, and then nobody would have seen anything. You see what I'm saying? It's like sometimes it's like the Lord has a very specific plan for getting things done for a reason. And it's important for us to follow the Lord. Yes, you're supposed to be ready to share. But just do you share every time, everywhere you go? No, you want to be directed by the Lord. You want the Lord to say, go up and talk to that person. You want the Lord to say, now. You want the Lord to say, hmm, whatever it is, however that connection is. The reason I'm saying that is because we should be ready always, but we should also be obedient. Because sometimes the answer is, just be quiet. I'll tell you when. Hmm. That's harder than just sharing sometimes, right? All right. All right, we're going to take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. 
Since the dawn of the internet, people have been looking for a website they can be proud of without costing an arm or a leg. People want a quality website to promote their ministry, business, hobby, or passion. Introducing Cowpunch Sites. Cowpunch Sites can help you create and maintain a quality website. From design to security, Cowpunch does it all. Cowpunch is a family-owned and operated business, taking a fresh approach to business. Lots of clients at lower prices. Make mom happy. The most significant benefit of working with Cowpunch Sites is that you work with real people, not cheesy templates. No outsourcing. It's $57 a month, and there's no setup fee and no cancellation fees. When you go to cowpunchsites.com dad. That's cowpunchsites.com slash dad. That's me. Oh, did I mention that it's $57 a month? Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull. Um, Dave, this is a nice radio station. Oops, sorry. That's Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull-oney. There, that's better. Cowpunchsites.com slash dad. What is the David Spoon experience? Jonathan and David were closely knit. And David made a commitment to Jonathan. And Jonathan said, I don't I want you to make sure you're not gonna take any kind of wrath or any kind of vengeance on my kids, on my family, on my uh people. And David made that commitment. What I want you to get in Second Samuel chapter four, verse four is that Mephibosheth is an offspring of Jonathan, and he was crippled or he was lame. He couldn't walk properly. He couldn't, you know, function properly. He was at a tremendous disadvantage. And I remember when the preacher in North Phoenix Baptist Church looked at his audience, and just to give you an idea how big this church was, it, it, the, the auditorium seated like about 5,000. So it's like huge, right? And he looked at he looks around at everybody. And then he says this. He said, You are Mephibosheth. And I was thinking, What? What? And he goes, You and he, you know, I'm thinking in my mind, but he's just he's preaching. And he's a oh, was he just one of the best preachers? You are Mephibosheth. You are lame and unable to walk without help. 770 KAAM, Garland, Dallas, Fort Worth.